Welcome to DustinStravels.com, your home to fun, exciting travel adventures. And now your host, Dustin Saidi. All right, everyone, Dustin here with my wife, Karina. Hi, everyone. So we want to talk about going to Mexico City, and we're going to give you the five-day plan if you're going there. Um, I will start off by saying Mexico City is one of those cities where I think you could spend more than five days there and still get a lot of value out of it. Yeah, definitely. There's so many things to see in Mexico City. Uh, historical sites, museums, uh, colonial buildings, and very modern structures as well. Yeah, and it's one of those cities where every little or many of the little suburbs have something historical or something special there. So you could just really just kind of city hop all over and see something very cool in each little uh, nook, so to speak, of Mexico City. Yeah, for sure. I mean, every place is so historical and has grown over time, obviously. So it really retains its um, identity from, you know, ancient times, pre-Hispanic times, but also obviously has adapted to the modern and exciting you know, part of town as well. So first, let's start off. Why should people put Mexico City on their list of travel? Why should they go there? I mean, it's one of those places that has so much historical relevance to the Americas. Um, also, it's, you know, the capital city of Mexico. Uh, so you're talking about a very important political destination. Um you know, all all the fun that comes with it as well, um, the modern buildings, the sightseeing. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah, it's a it's just very historical. Also, um, very good food there. Very easy to get around. We talk about some of these in our other podcasts. And very inexpensive as well. So we spent $800 each. That included our flight and our hotel in a really nice area. And then we spent some more on food and stuff like that. But th- for five nights. And I, didn't, I think that's super inexpensive. Yeah, and we stayed, you know, in one of the best t- parts of town. Uh, really safe. Um, beautiful hotel. So it's definitely worth your money every cent. Cool. Um, so, again, we'll tell you what we did in five nights. And then we'll go into a little more of other things you could do. Um, there's a couple of day trips you want to make, I think, when you're in Mexico City. And one of those is to Puebla, Mexico, about two hours south. Yeah, exactly. Puebla is another beautiful city, one of also uh, the biggest cities in Mexico and very historical as well. Yeah, so Puebla, actually, it's it's the birthplace of Cinco de Mayo. So they actually have the Cinco de Mayo battle there and you can go see the fort actually where the battle took place there's a museum there as well which is cool to see um it's cool to kind of be in the spot where everybody celebrates Cinco de Mayo most of them probably have no idea why to kind of go figure out why and be in the spot where it's all celebrated that's pretty cool um Puebla also is the birthplace of the famous mole dish yeah exactly mole is also uh very famous in Puebla it's one of the traditional dishes there um so yeah, food is delicious. Give it a try. Another reason why Puebla is such an important destination is for its history. It has 365 churches, which were which are Catholic temples that replaced the indigenous uh, 
temples that were dedicated to their gods. Also, it was a very important uh, site for during the conquest when the Spaniards came over. So it has so many layers of history and culture that are worth exploring. Yeah, so it'll it'll take you about two hours probably to get there. There's a lot of buses, and I think you can even do tours and stuff there. Um, if you're only going to Mexico City, a day trip I think is fine, and it'll probably take you the whole day. But I think if you wanted, you could spend a couple days there if you have extra time as well. Yeah, definitely. It's it's close by, so and easy transportation to get there as well. Um, so yeah, make sure you do check it out if you can afford a couple days or even just a one day trip. Cool. So another day, and then again, this is also outside the city, is to visit the pyramids of Teotihuacan. They're about an hour north of Mexico City. Yeah, that's also another place that you kind of have to go. I mean, it's so beautiful, so amazing uh, to witness the level of architecture by the pre-Hispanic civilizations in Mexico. And it's just awe-inspiring. It's beautiful. And um, it's really easy to get there, actually, um, with public transportation and very cheap as well. Yeah, the public transportation in Mexico is fantastic. Very easy. Well, Mexico City. Uh, very easy to get around. And these pyramids, they're like the Egyptian pyramids to me. I've been to the Egyptian pyramids, and they're they're big, they're grand. And um, when you go to Mexico City, you'll start to learn about the culture and how the Aztecs were there and the Spanish came in and uh, wiped them out. But just an hour north was this whole other very different civilization called the Teotihuacans, and they were from the original descendants of Mexico, which were the Olmecs. Um, and they built, they had their own little civilization up there. They were there for about seven or eight hundred years, and it's so interesting how they settled so close to the Aztecs. I mean, an hour drive is was probably very far away back then, but close for us now. Yeah, well, it, they predate the the Aztecs, and actually, they had a big influence in Aztec identity and culture and religion. So they definitely uh, were there before the Aztecs settled down. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a beautiful place to explore. And another awesome thing about Teotihuacan, which not uh, is not offered at other archaeological sites, is that you can actually climb the pyramids there. So, for example, in Chichen Itza or even the Egyptian pyramids, you cannot climb them up. And here in Teotihuacan, you can go up and spend as much time as you want up there. Um, however, I would recommend that you get there as soon as possible. I believe the park opens at 9. So get there as early as you can. It gets very hot and very crowded. So the earlier you're there, um, you know, the, the better for you and for your experience. Yeah, and what you do is you take the metro it's up to the yellow line on autobuses. Buses del Norte, and then you take a bus from there up north. So it's about an hour um, up north. Um, now, you don't need a full day there. I think a half day is fine. Um, and it's kind of the northern part of the city. And you do want to, in Mexico City, make your travel kind of um, area specific because it's a very big city. So when you come back down, you can spend the afternoon looking at some sites up in the northern part of the city. And um, what were some of those? Yeah, so up in the northern part of the city, you have um, the the Basilica de Guadalupe, which is the church, the Basilica of the Virgin of Guadalupe. And it's a very beautiful place. Definitely a lot of historical and religious significance for Mexico and really all over the world. Um, there's a lot of tourists there as well. 
Another place that you can visit in that area is the Plaza de las Tres Culturas, which is called La Telolco from that back in the day. And that's where the massacre of 1969 took pl 1968 excuse me took place so another important site for mexican history yeah and the basilica was isn't that the second most visited catholic site after the vatican yeah exactly yeah so that's a that's a great and it's very beautiful there um and then the plaza you're talking about that yeah so there was a giant massacre there it also was the hub of the marketplace for the aztec empire so All over Latin America area during the Aztec time period, people would come there and do trades and, and things like that. Um, it was also the plaza that's named after the the Mexican culture, the, the three cultures, correct? Yeah, so Tres Culturas, which uh, means the three cultures, it's just sort of like, it's an emblem of uh, the three roots of Mexican identity, which are the indigenous the Spanish or European, and the African. So three big roots that uh, make Mexicans who we are today. So that is a second day visiting the pyramid in those two areas. Then your the rest of your time could sort of be mixed up, but we'll tell you kind of um, if you're, when you go to south, the southern area of Mexico City, they have two main things there that we saw. One is Aztec Stadium. And you can actually, it's a giant, massive stadium. It's where the Mexican national team plays. Uh, there's like, it's 90,000 people. Um, you can actually do a tour of the stadium where you go out um, inside the stadium and do a tour of it, which is cool. We actually went and saw a soccer game there, which was absolutely amazing. Um, so definitely try to do that. Also in the south is Xochimilco. Yeah. Uh, Xochimilco is another beautiful destination known for the trajineras, which are kind of like little boats. They take you around the river or lake that's uh, the remains of the Lake of Texcoco from back in the day from the Aztecs. And it really captures how the indigenous people would transport themselves through this little like canoe type of um boat and it's amazing to see everything that's sold there they you know you get on your little boat and people approach you in other little boats with drinks beer uh, food tacos you know anything that you can imagine and then there's the party ships or not ships um the party canoes where you have live bands and people are dancing um enjoying time with each other so it's a beautiful destination to check out Yeah, a lot of fun, very relaxing. To get there, you take the blue line down, and then you can take a bus, which we did, which you probably shouldn't do. It's a little bit harder to get around on buses. But you could also take, I think it's like another train or a little metro that connects down there. So those are the two main things in the south part. Yeah, another uh, great location to check out, which is sort of in the southern part of Mexico City, are a bunch of museums, especially the Frida Kahlo Blue House. Um, if you love art, you have to check out her house, um, which is in a little bit towards the southern part of the of the city. So would you recommend they do that the same day as the other ones, the other two? Well, it depends how you arrange your schedule. So, for example, you can definitely do Xochimilco and the stadium or Xochimilco and the Frida Kahlo house. So it just really depends how much time you want to dedicate to each place. Yeah, Um Okay, so then there's also the center area. So uh, there's Zocalo. There's also the Bellas Artes. Bellas Artes. Bellas Artes. 
Yeah, so you have Zocalo, and if you go to Mexico City, you have to check out Zocalo. It's kind of like going to Paris and not seeing the Eiffel Tower. So Zocalo is, that's the center, that's the heart of Mexico City. That's where the Aztecs built their magnificent temples, which are now in ruins because of the conquest. Um, when you get off the the metro, if you're taking public transportation, you just start feeling and hearing the music because they all every day they have Aztec dancers, performers, and once you you start coming out from you know underground metro, you start hearing the music and it's so exciting, so beautiful. You come out and you see these Aztec dancers and kind of like takes you back in time. Uh, so definitely check out Zocalo. You have the the temple museum there you have the cathedral um and a lot of other you know historical sites the palacio nacional the national palace a lot of restaurants a lot of colonial buildings etc yeah and right near there is the bellas artes which is like the carnegie hall of mexico and we actually saw a show there and it'd be it's first of all it's beautiful to visit just outside and it's beautiful and i think the sun kind of when it sets it goes past Mm -hmm. it which is really nice um, but then also see a show there if you can. Yeah, definitely. It's just beautiful, like you said, just to check out even from the outside. I believe there are also tours that you can go and check out the different halls. But if you can, please check out a show, anything. It's just so beautiful to to observe, to be part of the audience um, in Bellas Artes. And what else do you recommend sort of in the center city that they should see? Um, there's also the Plaza Garibaldi which is uh, you kind of have to walk a little bit or take the metro or a bus. So Plaza Garibaldi is the plaza of the mariachi bands. And so it really pays homage to the music of Mexico. And of course, mariachi being one of the most important genres of Mexican music. You see a bunch of bands, um, you know, just playing there. There's a museum for mariachis, uh, statues of the great, artistic icons of Mexico. They also have a tequila museum. Uh, So that's another little cool spot that you can check out in that sort of like downtown area. Another place you can check out, uh, of course, are the many museums in the area. Um, And one of another, another important part of that place is La Torre Latinoamericana, the Latin American Tower, which I believe back in the 50s, 60s was the tallest tower in Mexico City of course you know that was a long time ago but it's a beautiful place to check out there are long lines to go all the way up but it's really nice to check out because you can really have uh you you can you you have a beautiful view of the city you can have a cafe or sorry coffee (laughs) um so it's beautiful place to check out as well yeah it's one of those where you know, those big cities, you want to go up and see the whole view of the city. That's the place mm-hmm. to do it. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that'll that'll take you a day to kind of see all that in the center of the city. So that's, you know, day three or your third day there. Um, then there's, I think, Chapultepec area. So that's kind of in on the west side of the city um, near Polanco, which is where we stayed. Yeah, Chapultepec is a beautiful park. It's kind of like the central park of Mexico City. Um, so you go in, there's a zoo, there's kind of like a little lake where people can go, um, and take boat rides, uh, people go running there, 
And then they have the castle, which is on top of a hill in the Chapultepec area. And it's a gorgeous place. You can spend hours and hours there, and it's just gorgeous. You have a, a really nice view of Mexico City. Um, and it has, you know, obviously it's a castle, so it has a lot of historical rooms and paintings. And so it has a lot to offer. Yeah, it was it was basically the White House in the 1800s. And three different ruling classes lived there, right? Porfirio Diaz, Benito Juarez, the French when they invaded, they lived there. Um, so a lot of history there. And it's also very pretty. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you can see rooms from back in the in the day um, that sort of like kept the the setting of, you know, the period from when the presidents and dictator lived there. Yeah. And that'll take you at least a half day um, and kind of getting there and moving around maybe even more. Do you recommend anything else in that area as well? Oh, they had they had something right outside our hotel that like. Yeah. So right next to Chapultepec. And, of course, there are other museums in the area as well. But they have the Auditorio Nacional, where a lot of famous artists and performers have their shows. Uh, so check out Auditorio Nacional right next to Chapultepec Park uh, for any shows at night. Oh, and just r r digress real quick. When they go to Zocalo, the center, did we talk about the National Palace? That they have to go there and see kind of where Benito Juarez, like, died and all that yeah briefly mentioned it but yeah in socalo we do have the palacio nacional which has a lot of historical significance it predates uh the spanish actually so um it was the palace of the emperors and then it was overtaken by the spaniards obviously and it housed um important figures of the colonial period okay yeah so that's back in the center city um so anything else on the west side that you'd recommend um there are other places like the somaya museum the museo de antropologia uh, anthropology museum and it's a beautiful museum to check out as well with lots of history um from the different periods in mexican history Okay, cool. So that's basically four days. Um, now we promised them that it would be more than five. What are some of the other things that you'd recommend? So we also have the Angel of Independence, which is another important icon for Mexico City. Um, people go there for protest and um, during the World Cup when Mexico plays a soccer game and people are just so excited they want to celebrate at the Angel um, so that's another cute little area of town that you can go and just spend a couple hours. You can walk around the streets. There's shopping areas, uh, restaurants, bars around the Angel of Independence. Cool. So, um, and of course, there's lots of good food pretty much everywhere. So you got to eat the good food. Oh, what meals do you recommend that they have if they've never had Mexican food and they think like, oh, Taco Bell's Mexican food. So what do you recommend? <laughs> Well, of course, you know, there are the legit tacos, you know, the lengua, el pastor, um, carne asada, etc. But if you want to try something more typical from the area, you can try uh, tlayudas, um, tlacoyos, which are sort of like a tortilla type of foundation. And then they add different ingredients such as beans, um, meat, avocado, uh, cactus. So those are some of the very typical 
foods of that area as well that you want to check out? Um, pozole. Yeah, pozole. And then the drinks, of course. Pulque, that's a very important drink. Um, yeah, make sure that you have a good taste of real Mexican food. And horchata. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, also, what was I going to say? Um, oh, do you think people who don't speak Spanish, can they get around Mexico City? Should they visit there? Yeah, of course. I mean, anytime you have to, tra you can travel, take advantage of it. Uh, people are really nice in Mexico City and they're always willing to help out. So even if you don't speak Spanish, I think you can get around, especially in the touristic destinations, which of course, you know, as tourists, that's where we go. Um, there will always be people who speak English. Um, the menus are in English as well. You can request one. Um, however, you know, just out of courtesy and being a good traveler, you know, learn a couple words, a couple phrases um, that can, you know, go a long way for you. And just, you know, to show courtesy and uh, trying to, you know, connect with people. So that's what we got for you in Mexico City. Definitely make the trip. And um, again, super inexpensive there. We got a deal on orbits. So if you ever like travel... Um, always do try to do the hotel and flight package and one together on orbits. We saved a ton of money by doing that. Um, but anyway, that's what we got for you today. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Adios. All right. Thanks so much for listening to that episode. Please give us a like and a uh, subscribe. If you enjoy what you're listening to, please subscribe to our show. Also share with any friends, family, any travel buddies that you have that you think might enjoy this. And we're also on Instagram and YouTube. So if you want to see our awesome pictures and videos, find us at Dustin's Travels on both of those platforms. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in the next episode.